This is the Nomad Futurist Podcast, a podcast about the evolution of technology, society, and transformation. Connect with us, share your thoughts with us at nomadfuturist.com. Let's get this started. Here are Phil and Nabil. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Nomad Futurist. This is your co-host, Nabil Mahmood from Kona, Hawaii. And this is your co-host, Philip Koblenz from Montclair, New Jersey. Well, Phil, we finished another year. Golly, can't believe this is the end of 2022. I used to, I used to think my grandparents were lying to me where they said, you know, as you get older, time begins to fly. Uh, but no doubt, man, it's uh, this one. This one went by quicker than the last one, and that one went by quicker than the one before that. Yeah, this one in particular, I think, went a lot faster because we had been in our homes for the last two years. And then all of a sudden we got this little bit of flexibility and freedom to roam about. And the next thing you know, the year is over. It's true. You know, what's strange about it is that you would run into people and see them at events that you hadn't seen them in a, in, in a while. And it felt as though you went back in time. You know, it felt like it was time had kind of stood still for a couple of years. And you could go back to just essentially continuing the conversation that you had as though it was, you know, February of 2020, the last time you saw them, or January of 2020, the last time you saw them. It's interesting, interesting how that works. The human so mind is an amazing tool. Exactly. So what's your take just in general in getting back to the norm that we were so accustomed to about three years ago? I think, you know, there are certain elements of our lives that I don't think we'll ever go back to the norm. It still feels, you know, it like we're kind of trying to define what this new normal is, but I think in general, and, and I've said this before, I don't know if I said this last year as well, they, there is no substitute for in-person engagement. I mean, you cannot compete. Like there's nothing Zoom can do. There is no, you know, headset that you can get, no metaverse. And this is me going on the record saying no metaverse you can enter that will be a substitute for the type of engagement, the type of interaction you have with another human being or set of human beings when you're when you're in person. So I thrive in that environment as 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 somewhat of a social being and it's just you you it's it, people have you have people's undivided attention and can just pick up these subtleties that I think I I would not have appreciated, you know, 3 years ago, you know, about about how you, you know, inter interpret what they're saying to you and you just it just doesn't make sense in a 2D environment or even virtualized 3D environment. I don't think yeah, I totally concur with that. I think some of us might have overdone it a little bit. Like I just got back home <laughs> after over 300,000 miles of travel this year. And, I can assure uh, you as someone who has just been in the cheap seats watching you, you've overdone it. Yeah. And last night I was just thinking maybe I'm going to take 2023, maybe just a little hair slower and enjoy the sunshine a little bit more. I mean, look, again, you're starting in, you're starting in Hawaii, man. I, I, it's just the, the, the fact that you're, that's where you're escaping from is is nuts but you know there's not there's not a huge amount of our business that gets done in in hawaii so i i, I get it but if if there was some place that you can be and think to yourself i think i'm going to take it slower on the travel i think you win that award my friend well so 2022 overall has been a pretty good year for everything that nomad feature has set forth we've made a lot of strides we spoke at a fair amount of conferences we have started work with the tech capital informa i miller and a few other organizations. DICE has been absolutely phenomenal. Should we continue on that path in creating awareness in the marketplace, leveraging all these engagements and partnerships? I think we should just stick our heads back in the sand and forget it all. 
Just kidding. I look, it's been incredible. It's been it's been it's been it's been a phenomenal reaction to, you know, this foundation that that was kind of born out of what we started with with this podcast. I, you know, I've attended a couple of, you know, holiday events over just the last couple of weeks and 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 the reaction that we get to to what our mission is, you know, the notion of, you know, bringing a, a, a new generation into our space, trying to find the leaders of tomorrow, demystifying our space and really trying on a more specific level to 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 create a pathway for the kind of foundational knowledge that drives our digital world has been has been incredible. And what 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 I think we have discovered on on this journey as we've spoken to countless numbers numbers of people and exchanged countless numbers of germs, which is now in the back of everyone's head as we're now maskless talking to each other, is that we're not the only ones trying to do this, right? So I think what what we've seen is is a pathway to potentially try to aggregate all of these, you know, collective, individual or regional type of efforts that are that are being made to try to make as much of an impact as possible. And and you know, I think 2023 is going to be uh, really about trying to to you know create a framework that allows you know all of the these initiatives to work together and 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 leverage what we're all doing to to, to try to. Just broaden our reach, and I think that's 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 our main goal is to broaden our reach. I know we'd also talked excitedly about you know trying to find a, a way to to kind of broaden and maybe update some of the educational system elements in in society that are that are missing. You know, my kids are. I say this on the podcast all the time. I used to say five and nine. I now say as of today six and ten because oh my God, the years just melt away. And you know, they're they're taking you know Steam classes and all that. And a lot of it is about you know leveraging Google Classroom, leveraging a lot of these online tools. But zero about it is like how does that work? How does that underlying infrastructure work? How does all that come together? And there is a fascination that those children have with with the way those things are put together that I think, you know, we as a society, both in in, in America and beyond are are missing. And, and you know, we're going to put a lot of effort into trying to broaden that reach. No, absolutely. I mean, there's going to be some massive news coming up in Q1 of next year with the launch of the Nomad Futures Academy. So stay tuned. This is the a Academy. big, big undertaking. Exactly. We start a podcast it. foundation academy. We're going to just try to hit every possible structural entity, governing body that we can that we can possibly create. I think that's absolutely why not. I mean, if uh, no one else is going to change, might as well us be the change and drive that change. Uh, there's no question about it. And if you look at you know on the heels of that, you know, I happen to have this with me, and I don't know if you got a copy of this, but I actually have my Carrie Getz book, which she claims is. The first ever signed copy of a Carrie Getz uh, Jumpstart Your Career in Data Center's book. And, you know, just the the plain spokenness with what she uses in, in this book, I think, is is going to be kind of a model of how we approach the various elements, the various sub-verticals that we always talk about in our industry, where, you know, it's not just for the scientists, it's not just for the computer geeks, it's not just for you know, the electricians and the HVAC repairmen and, and women and, and, and the environmental engineers and the construction folks. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of opportunity in our space that's super exciting and beyond just being super exciting is imminently impactful. I mean, and it's not, and you feel more than just a spoke in a wheel in our industry. And we keep on 
saying this over and over again, you actually feel the impact of your work. And there's something just so unbelievably fulfilling about an industry as 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 young as we are and as ubiquitous as we are, we stretch into everybody. There's nobody unless you've been living under a rock and even some, some people that have been living under a rock that don't leverage some element of technology that that uses, you know, the underlying infrastructure that powers our digital world, the data centers, the subsea cables you know, the connectivity and, and, and the like. And, and I think it's something that, that resonates with everyone and knowledge to a certain extent is power, which is always a balance with ignorance is bliss. But I think we're not only trying to create, you know, the next generation of leader in our space, but people that are, you know, more accountable, more attentive to the technology that they're using, which will, will just help them in every walk of life as they continue to no doubt embrace technology as, as part of their path. I'm still waiting on my sign version. See that? See that? Carrie, I don't know if you're, you're listening to this. You better be listening to this. Thank you so much. I needed one thing to one-up Nabil on, and I now have it. Signed, sealed, <laughs> delivered. There you go. But however, I didn't get to read that before you. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> did write the foreword, so you got me on that. <laughs> well, good. So let's go through how the year went by for us, you know, some of our major accomplishments, what we've been able to do and our plans for 2023. Well, how did it start? I think the year started with us like really- There was no heart attack this year. There was no, there was no heart attack this year. That was, that, that's a plus. That's a plus in the pro column for sure. So I guess we're doing something right. Or the doctors in Jersey have finally, uh, have finally fixed whatever the, the problem was. So congratulations to Heart surgeons in Jersey, particularly those at St. Barnabas. So the, you know, we started the year by, by really focusing on uh, developing the, the foundation, you know, the 501c3 and, and trying to, you know, get a, 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 as many, you know, kind of corporate folks in the loop. We got a few really nice sponsorships, in particular, you know, Aligned that came on board to help, to, to, to help drive our message forward. And I think that has really crystallized what 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 our mission is, but this was very much a year of kind of, you know, building the underlying principles that that we stand for as a foundation, like what we're trying to accomplish and trying to get the message out there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, it's it's been an impressive one. And I think the 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 podcast guests that we've had over the course of the year, you know, have also kind of reinforced and 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 I think to a fault all of them to a person have, have, have really reinforced the fact that this is what we need to be doing. And then I think that culminated, uh, early on in the year with, with, with AFCOM, you know, the event that we did, when was that? I mean, I feel like it was 150 May. I, March, I think it was May? In April, May. maybe April. May. Yeah. So, and then, you know, we had, we had an, an incredible week at, at AFCOM. We got to actually meet with, you know, children in, in partnership with, with, with the initiatives that they had in the local market there in, in Austin. And it's just, you saw this one day, there were older children in this case, you know, there were what, high school, high school kids that came in and just the look on their face um, as we just gave them examples of what our industry is, which they really hadn't had any exposure to. I think they were interested in, you know, engineering to a certain extent, some of them in electrical engineering trades, that sort of thing. And just the recognition of, you know, what kind of career you can get from a very, you know, entry level place, what type of collaborative environment you're coming into with a lot of these companies that, you know, are just starving for talent was, was eye opening. And the whole process was eye opening. I mean, it's, it's just, if you look at the smiles on our faces and those, 
in those pictures that Avcom posted, I mean, those were as earnest as they get because, you know, we've been kind of living in our bubble for two years and trying to, you know, obviously agreeing with each other on this idea and to see it, to see that in life in in the expressions of these kids and and you know just the sponge like way they they were taking in knowledge and and talking to you know industry experts which Afcon was able to assemble in, in various walks uh, of of our industry from sales to business development to construction you know to 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 uh, to infrastructure was was really was really valuable and uh, meaningful to me Absolutely. And I'll just echo on that. I think in the last couple of years, we've been able to carry on that message. 2022 has been absolutely phenomenal, whereby, you know, the underlying technologies that we've talked about that all the nerds and the geeks have used in the past are coming forth and to fruition. And what we have been able to accomplish and the biggest achievement thus far that I feel for 2022 was that we have been able to bring forth the challenges that we've got in the industry with the human capital deficit that we keep talking about, with diversity inclusion that we talk about, and it's basically become a checkbox for a lot of companies and hold these conversations that are serious and resulting into corrective actions in some way, form, or shape. So I think to be a contributor, to be able to do so is a massive achievement. And of course, you know, getting through the bureaucracy and politics and the, the complexity of setting up a 501c3 was a major achievement as well for us. In partnerships with Aligned, Evocative, SCB, iMiller, pretty good wins so we can get this word out. And now going to 23, take corrective actions and bring board partnerships on board. Again, we're going to carry on with our journey of being a, a non-commercial platform and ensuring that we are delivering our message and taking corrective actions and bringing forth experience and partnerships whereby we are doing the right thing first. So if you are a company who is inherently focused on, you know, quarter over quarter gains and short term performance metrics to, to be able to keep your board happy, keep your shareholders happy, that's one thing. But if you, if you can couple that with understanding the long game and understanding that supporting the future of our industry by making sure that, you know, the elder generation that is currently running it that has no there's no sign of us slowing down is is a that is a risk factor for the health of the organization long term and i think shining a light on that um you know you have two elements we talked about this in when we when we did the dni the diversity and inclusion panel at structure research in toronto another event we went to we were international this year nabil the what 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 came out is that you know you basically have these two concepts, you know, you have diversity inclusion, which is typically a checkbox with corporations, and you have ESG, which has traditionally been a, a checkbox with, with, with corporations. In our particular industry, ESG as a concept, the idea of sustainability, while amazing for the environment, also allows companies to mitigate one of their largest expenses, which is which is energy usage. So if you start talking about uh, so it makes total sense why they would support those types of initiatives. Short term, of obviously some investment and 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 some goodwill, but long term, you know, being self sufficient and being able to control energy costs, which are have continued to go through the roof, is incredibly important. If if we and what we try to do is shine a light on on diversity and inclusion in a similar fashion. Don't just you know hire someone that looks the part for the board so you can check that box of having diversity and inclusion, but actually empower the people in your organization that have not just, you know, a, a different gender or a different socioeconomic background or 
or, 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 or a different race just for the sake of doing it, but with the recognition that the perspective that they, from their life experiences, are going to be inherently beneficial to your overall product offering because we all live in our bubbles inevitably, right? So it's odd for, you know, Philip Koblenz to be preaching diversity and inclusion where when I, you know, I look like the problem. I, I to a certain extent, am the problem, right? So, but it, I, I'm going to try to be the solution by shining a light on the fact that, you know, less people that look like me Although I do think, you know, bald people should be a protected class, should be a focus of our industry for its very survival. Yeah. And, I, I, and I'll, I'll say, Phil, it's not about less people wanting to look like you or being like you. I think it needs to be equal rights. I mean, whether it be gender, color, race, religion, whatever the case might be. We are, we, we are our hair. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can get transplants for that. We are in the 21st century, folks. I mean, I think it should be muscle memory. We, we've talked about it for hundreds of years. And th this is what but, we but should be we, living. But I, if we can reframe the conversation as don't just do it because it's the right thing to do. Do it because it's actually to the benefit of your overall offering. Because mm -hmm. if you if you keep the same type of people, the same the people from the same background in positions of, you know, driving the the driving forward, the evolution of these organizations, you're inherently not going to do, to adapt and evolve into creating product solutions that 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 impact you know parts of the world that you know you just don't know about parts of humanity that that you have not lived the experience of. Yeah, I, I would rephrase that potentially that it is the right oh, thing to do, do and do the right thing versus just doing it for a checkbox purposes. Well, Phil, this has been a phenomenal year for, for all of us. And I would say we are very thankful for all of our podcast guests, all the people, vendors uh, and participants, and even the, the new Nomad Futures ambassadors and participating and supporting our mission. And to all the subscribers to listening and spreading the word. Uh, as we enter into 23, both Phil and I are very excited about the new initiatives that we're undertaking and the impact that we're hoping for the education and the human capital deficit that we've got in the data center industries and the communities on a global basis. We've got a lot of great plans in 23, and your contribution is very helpful as we progress towards solving some of those significant problems. So help us help you. Yeah, make we, we help us there, the Jerry Maguire pitch. Help me help you. Look, we need resources, obviously. There's no question about it. And we need people to to, to be involved. You know, we, we, we want to make this less about you know, the Nabil and Phil show, this is not an ego driven cause and recognize that everyone is is probably doing a small part in trying to cultivate this in, in, in their own way. And if we aggregate those efforts and don't try to step on each other's toes and, and, and replicate efforts, you, we're going to be able to have a, a lot more impact globally. And, you know, I, I can't wait to see what the future brings. And the fact that the future will bring us together for the first event of 2023 in Hawaii at PTC 23, which is where this entire endeavor was founded, um, ironically, by accident, by happenstance, like everything else in, in, in our industries, like all kind of, you know, leadership in, in, in our industry, which just, just happened to happen. I think it's, 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 it's foretelling, it portends for a, a phenomenal year ahead and, and the hope that we continue to cultivate partnerships and work with our audience, our listeners, our partners, to try to make really meaningful change. Like let's get let, let let's get our kids to understand not just 
how technology works really, but why it works. It'll make them better consumers. It'll make them better users. It'll make them, you know, better critical thinkers. And it will create uh, the, the, the leadership that our industry desperately needs for tomorrow. On that note, Phil and I will be at PTC in Hawaii and we will have some massive news waiting for you guys. This will be the first time in four years. Well, I mean, of course, Phil and I have actually met several times in the last three years in different um, parts of the some, world, some, but this some, will be- some, some better than others, some better than yeah. others. <laughs> but this will be the first time you're actually back at PTC in Hawaii live with some massive, massive news waiting for you guys. However, in the interim, both Phil and I would like to wish you guys Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a Happy New Year until 2023. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. And thank you, Nabil. Thank you, Phil. This has been great. Nothing lasts forever. Markets will come back, currencies will rebound, businesses will go on, and we'll all move on. That could happen next week, next month, or next year. I'm confident that those who prepare rather than panic will come out of this stronger. Thank you for joining us. This has been brought to you by Nomad Futurist. Check us online at nomadfuturist.com.